Jessica Libor, and I am an artist, educator, and curator. If you're an artist who wants to create an amazing and fulfilling career in life, this podcast is for you. I'll be sharing inspiration that has worked for me and art world insights and tips. My goal for this podcast is to help you feel in control of your art career and empowered to be the best artist that you can be. Hello, my beautiful artist. I hope you're having a wonderful week. And I have been doing a major up level in all areas of my art career. Um, I am taking a bunch of courses this winter. Um, I guess it's spring now, but um, I started taking three courses all at once because I believe that you can never stop learning. And even though I also teach, um, I want to learn and I want to be challenged myself as well. And I'm taking three courses right now and they are really just helping me to up-level every single aspect of my life um, and my art career. So um, I just want to share a little bit about what I'm doing to up-level my art career in general, because it's not just about up-leveling your work, the quality of your work. It's also about the presentation, your mindset. It's about all the things. So um, yeah, so when you get to a certain point in your career, you just want to elevate your work. So what are some ways that you can do this without having to rely on, say, winning a big prize or getting a big solo show or like being written about in the New York Times? So how can you elevate your work on your own so that you start to attract these kind of opportunities? Is it possible? Absolutely. So here are a few of my tips to elevate your work. Number one, context is everything. You should have a professional website with a white background and modern, simple fonts that mimic the look of a gallery. You don't want anything distracting from your beautiful work So get rid of any old work on your website, any distracting logos, or any fancy colors. As Coco Chanel said, simplicity is the keynote of all true elegance. Number two, take anything that you aren't really proud of out of your resume, out of your CV. So you want to just put your best foot forward. And if you've been published in any press, or won any awards, these things should be front and center. When you exhibit your work in public, make sure it's aligned with a gallery or institution that you are proud to be a part of. Also, when you go to the opening, always have your business cards on hand so that you can make connections with people who would possibly buy your work. If not that night, then sometime in the future. You could even schedule a studio visit with people who like your painting. Okay, number three, do a social media audit. This is especially true for Instagram. So go through your feed and delete anything that you're not extremely proud of or that doesn't relate to your art career. Um, So there's also the option to archive the post so that you can still have it for later, but it, it just makes it private. So you do want a seamless professional experience and, um, you know, you can, it's okay to sprinkle it through with some of your personal moments in the studio, some inspiration, um, some little glimpses into your life, I think are okay for artists because artists are individuals and we are each having our own experience and um, people like to see some behind the scenes. They like to see that you're a real person. Um, if something is like too professional, it's almost like 
um, a bit standoffish, like people feel like they can't access you in any way. Um, So you want to definitely have a little bit of that relatability. Like um, if you go on an amazing trip, like, yeah, you should post some pictures of that, especially if it's inspiring to you, you know, but, um, but try to stay away from a feed that looks like, um, you know, pictures of your dog or pictures of your family and then pictures of, you know, your vacations and then like only a few pictures of your art. Basically, you want your feed to look like you are primarily an artist and then sprinkle in some moments there about your life. Um, because, okay, so imagine if um, your dream curator, your dream gallery discovers your feed, um, your your um, your Instagram feed. So you want them to be immediately impressed by your best work, by your best accomplishments. And some artists feel like they're bragging if they really draw attention to this, but really it's just, it's helping you reach the next level. And when you are successful, it actually helps you, but it also helps, you know, all those around you, especially those who are providing for other people. You have to think that um, your success is helping other people as well. It's not just about you. Um, It's also about you know, sharing your vision with the world. You want that vision to go as far as possible and be shown in the best possible light. So if that means archiving a few like grainy, blurry, um, non-related photos (laughs) that have nothing to do with your art, then I think that that is a fine sacrifice. And again, you can just archive those so that you can look at those um, on your own time so you don't lose them. But um, you know, it, it doesn't detract from a professional looking um, feed for your Instagram. Okay, enough about Instagram. Number four, aggressively apply to opportunities. When you make time each week to apply to, for instance, five opportunities, some of these opportunities are bound to work out. I definitely suggest entering exhibitions in your area and even throughout the country as you build your art career. And you can find these opportunities at sites like callforentry.org, which is called CAFE. So callforentry.org has a ton of these open exhibitions that they're just like, there's things happening all over the country every single week. And you can apply to these. And, um, you know, if you just apply to things like every week, something's bound to work out. Um, I made a point um, in 2019, especially um, to, to make a list of everything that I submitted my work to. And I have this huge list of rejections. (laughs) It's just like this huge list of like hundreds of rejections. And, um, I wanted to do that because I actually reverse engineered it and made it a goal to, to get as many rejections as I possibly could. So to submit my best work, of course, but then my goal is to get to like 500 rejections. I didn't get it because I actually started, you know, getting accepted to some of these exhibitions. So if, but if I didn't actually put myself out there and risk rejection, that's the main thing that I believe stops artists from you know, submitting to things is they don't want to feel that sting of rejection because it's embarrassing to them. Or if they, if they're excited about something, then they get rejected. Then, you know, it's hard not to take it personally because your work is such a reflection of you. 
but you just got to get over it. I mean, there is, there's, there's a place for you. So there's a place for every artist. And if you are rejected from someplace, it just means that that opportunity wasn't right for you at that time. And I say go where you're celebrated. So don't take it to heart. Just be like, oh, that's, that one's not for me right now. And um, it has nothing to do with you. So yes, <laughs> don't, don't take it so hard. But aggressively apply to opportunities and you will end up, um, you'll end up exhibiting in some places that you had never thought possible just because you had the courage to actually apply for these things. So number five, um, a very important thing you can do is take great photographs. So you need to be able to document your work so that you're able to have it for your own records, as well as make prints of it at a very high quality if you want to down the line. So if you sell a piece, you don't want to be in a situation where all you have is like a blurry iPhone photo. So you can buy or rent a good camera, you can hire an art photographer, or you can take pieces to be scanned in at a printer. So there's definitely lots of options there. And I just would really encourage you to get great photographs taken of your work, especially if it's work that you've spent a long time on, and especially if it's work you know you, you want to make prints of. So absolutely. And if you're having like a solo exhibition, I absolutely recommend hiring a professional photographer to take pictures of that space and to take pictures of you in that space, because that is, that's like gold. <laughs> um, absolutely. So I did this in 2019. I had a solo exhibition and I had a photographer take pictures and um, they came out amazing. And when I, when I posted them on social media, um, they looked like, you know, a white box gallery and like the work looked great and it just looked very professional. And I had um, three galleries write to me when they saw those um, pictures and they asked me, they were, they started to be interested in my work. So it is about the context that you put your work in and the image that you project around your work. It's not just about your work. It's also how you, how you present your work. So if you present your work in a really beautiful, white, clean space, then that aesthetic is going to be leaning towards galleries and very professional spaces that want to exhibit your work. Um, but if you, you know, if you're exhibiting at, for instance, um, coffee shops or something, um, nothing wrong with coffee shops, but if you have that on like the front of your website and like with pictures that you've taken yourself, um, it's just not going to attract higher caliber a higher caliber of um you know your art career it's not going to up level your art career so you want to reach higher than where you currently are at which means that sometimes you have to just be uncomfortable um and step into that role before you're actually ready and then once you do then the rest of the world will catch up so i hope that that makes sense <laughs> and then number six continue to improve your work and increase your consistency in quality and presentation. So you want to be known for a recognizable style and theme. This is really important. Honestly, there's nothing that you can do that's more important than improving your work. Your work is the cornerstone that 
everything else is based on in your art career. So keeping that inspiration as pure and as lively and as fascinating to you as you possibly can, like staying engaged in your work, staying fascinated, loving your work, really loving it, um, and loving the look of it, being proud of it. And if you're not proud of it yet, you know, go back to the studio and create work that you're proud of, and then go back and do all these other things. Because it starts with having work that you're proud of, that you feel intrinsically in your soul and in your mind, you know that it's good. And um, so that that's where it starts. So, and if this is a challenge for you, you may consider my course um, that targets this. This is my smaller course. Um, it's called Discovering Your Artistic Voice. And it just helps you um, create a style and do that in the most um, compressed way. So you're not, you know, spending years trying to figure it out. So there will be a link to that in the show notes. Okay, so number seven <clears throat> is revisit your artist's statement and rewrite it if necessary. Make sure it reflects the current body of work that you're working on and that it is clear and powerful. So if you are making a body of work and you're really excited about it, you know, go and look at it and then, you know, do some, like meditate on it. Think about what are some of the things that are some of the major concepts and then write that artist statement. So these are just a few suggestions you can use to start up-leveling your online and in-person artistic presence in the art world. The main idea is to elevate everything that your artwork touches. So make sure that the way you document your work, present it, and talk about it, reflect your love and honor for the work that you are presenting. So I hope that you really liked this and I hope that this was helpful for you. I know this; these are kind of challenging suggestions, but these are the things that are really going to help up-level you. And, um, you know, they may be uncomfortable to do, but sometimes we need to get uncomfortable in order to grow. It's just like going to the gym, right? Um, it may not be comfortable to lift all these weights, but that is how we grow and become strong and um, that's who we become, who we're meant to be, right? As an artist and creativity is like a muscle. So you need to keep on working on it in order to, you know, grow into a robust and flourishing art career. Okay, guys. So that's all I have for you this week. I am still working on the course, um, the mammoth course that I'm creating for um, female contemporary realist artists. And that is called the Luminary Artist Academy. And um, if you're interested in getting updates on that, I will also put a link in the bio for that. It's not ready yet, but when it is ready, you will be notified. So um, yeah, and then also if you want to attend my upcoming exhibition, Wild Love, I will also put that link in the bio. So thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I hope this was really helpful. If you want to shoot me a message on Instagram or in our private Facebook group, I would love to hear from you, hear how this landed for you and what you're doing to elevate your work this week. All right, guys, have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed listening, it would mean so much to me if you would give it a five-star rating. 
In fact, if you screenshot your rating and send it to me on Instagram at Visionary Artist Salon or at Jessica Libor Studio, I will give you a shout out as a thank you. I also wanted to let you know that I've created a gift for you from my heart that I'm so excited to share with you. It is a free guide called 30 Days to 3K, the definitive guide to authentically increase your art sales. In this 15-page guide, I share how I've created amazing results in selling my art online while retaining the worth of my art and feeling authentic. I'm sharing the process that has worked to get the results for me. All you have to do to get it is go to my coaching website, www.thevisionaryartistsalon.com and enter your email and it will be delivered right to your inbox. I hope it brings you so much value and let me know how it works for you. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you soon. Remember that you are already worthy and everything you make is an expression of your unique spirit. Now go forth and create.